छात्र अमिस्त्रोबीन हजार I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Hello, welcome to Don't Read the Latin. This is Jennifer Lovely and... And I am Raya Saul. Jennifer's lovely assistant and co-host. <laughs> uh, so, um, we decided to focus this week on what we're looking forward to in 2018. We were going to record this a little earlier in the year. But things got away from us, and film noir <laughs> happened. So and, anyway, and I know, and we were able to organize the film noir. And I, you know, I've pl- actually listened to it more than once. Oh, good! A lot of people have told me they enjoyed it. <laughs> so I really, yeah, I really loved it. Uh, what have you seen recently? Um, this afternoon, I watched it, which I kind of enjoyed, except that the thrilling adventure hour has kind of spoiled scary clowns for me. <laughs> Because I oh, just did you hear Rod here in your tiny car. Yes, I just hear Paget Brewster's voice going clown, <laughs> and uh, I did really like the movie, but I wasn't as scared by it as I probably should have been. Because thanks, Paget, we love you. Yes, saving us from from frightening clowns yes. the world over. Uh, but I did like it. I really liked um, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. I really thought he did a good performance. There was a lot of physicality and a lot of subtle things in it yeah. that weren't necessary, but which I felt were really kind of cool. Yeah, and I, I like how he made the character his own and um, wasn't just aping Tim Curry. Yeah, that was the thing that after it was over, I was like, you know what? I didn't think about Tim Curry during that movie. Yeah. It's one of the only time in the last 20 years I haven't been thinking about Tim Curry. So good job, It. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you manage to see um, uh, the Clo- new Cloverfield, Cloverfield Paradox? I have not. I understand that it's a lot like um, Event Horizon. Yeah. But yeah. that's okay. I liked Event Horizon. You know, so there was this huge... Um, during the Super Bowl, which I, boy, that just aged me right there. <laughs> um, I didn't watch the Super Bowl because I was neither did I. But it came on. Um, it, it came on all of the interwebs. That well, oh my god, you know they're going to release the new Cloverfield movie on Netflix not, immediately right following now, the Super Bowl, which was okay. Um, the thing I like about the Super Bowl, and the only thing that really interests me about it, is that it's a good gauge of how far camera technology has advanced in the past few years. You are not wrong. It's like, if you watch, like, five minutes of the Super Bowl, you're going to see cameras on drones, cameras on strings swooping down. It's an amazing achievement. Just technically. Yes. I'm, I'm not just not into this. I'm just not a sports person. But. And neither am I. 
<laughs> I paid attention to it for about two seconds because I'm originally from Minnesota and uh, it took place in Minneapolis this year and for like 10 seconds they actually thought the Vikings might be playing in the Super Bowl and then um, they didn't right before yeah <laughs> the game before and I, I yeah so and I was working that night so instead of the Super Bowl because I work at a video store I got to be tortured by my co-workers with a lot of movies about football Oh, are there any good movies? Well, there's the one called <laughs> Un what was it? Unexplained The Unexplained, an NFL film. So it's hosted by Vincent Price, and it's all about spooky oh. events that have taken place oh. surrounding professional football. <laughs> but that's wonderful. I think it's from 80, 1982 or 83. Oh. And the spooky things that happened were things like the Heidi game. The Heidi game is a game that happened in the 70s where one team was like ahead by like three touchdowns. And so they, instead of showing the last two minutes of the broadcast, cut away to a showing of Heidi. And they... The they, other team completely came back and won. Oh my In the last God. two minutes of the game. <laughs> wow. And that is why we have to suffer through overtime even today. <laughs> So, yeah, it wasn't anything interesting or supernatural. It was like, and some players are superstitious. Thanks, It Vincent. was dumb. Thanks, co-workers, for making me watch that. That was great. <laughs> was there anything else that you've seen recently? Uh, recently? I have been watching The Alienist, which... I haven't started yet! <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. The costumes are exquisite. Yeah. Which is a big deal for me, because... I'm shallow. Yeah. Well, and I've been so excited because they've been talking about this for a long time. And I actually uh, read the book about when it came out. Me too. And somebody told me about it. And I was like, this sounds like it's right up my alley. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, someone wrote a book for me. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> and so I've, I've been really excited. It's just in this. It, it was funny. I, I was uh, listening to uh, a podcast and they were talking about um, the binging culture of you know everybody saves a couple of episodes so they can see a couple at a time right I, and, and I it's like generally don't binge watch stuff yeah. unless it's something I'm not interested in in which case if I'm home I'll have it on the background while I'm cleaning house and I can kind of look at it and I'll binge it that way but I don't yeah, I attentively do. binge shows no I actually save things up until until I have a good four episodes to watch <laughs> and and I've had a TiVo for just I, I've had a TiVo um, since before I moved here from Minneapolis, so I think mm -hmm. I got my first one in like '98 or '99, um, and so I've just I've become of that nature that just will let let them pile up, uh -huh. and that's what I've done. And well, I think you're gonna like it. It's good. I it's got some good stuff in it. It has some stuff that makes me roll my eyes a little, but in a good way. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, of course that's obviously. Like at one point they're like. You know, I've read that fingerprints are different for every person. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And That's like, utter foolishness. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's fun. I'm really enjoying it. I have also become completely addicted, and I really did um, binge watch Dragula. I've heard... I it was... is a... <laughs> it sounds so wonderful. It's a competitive drag show like RuPaul's Drag Race, except it's for a, like different kind of drag queen it's for like the <clears throat> punk rock monster drag queens that I actually might have to watch this. that aren't necessarily trying to look like women but are more trying to look trying to look like things that are beyond humanity yeah or like if they look trying like a woman like it's a other 
Yeah, trying to look trying to look like other. And, and some of them sometimes they are looking they do look like women. Sometimes they don't, but that's not what the whole thing is about. It's oh, about being a drag monster yeah. which is very close to my desired aesthetic. <laughs> Um, so I've been really loving that. There are two seasons out. The third season comes out in April. How can it be seen? It is on, um, Amazon Prime. Well, there we go. And, yeah, and I, it's also online. You can watch it online. Um, but I'm in love with it. It's hosted by this team called the Brule, the Boulé Brothers. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking of current Brulés, but the Boulé <laughs> Brothers, who are not brothers, but a couple who've been together doing drag for like 30 years. Aww. And I will, they are immaculate in their drag. Oh, that's wonderful. It kills me. They're so good at drag. And they're, um, I've seen interviews with them. They also seem like genuinely nice, fun people. Yeah. Which... Hooray for them. Exactly. So I've been enjoying that a lot. And then just the various reality shows that I have to watch for the villain edit. Which I've started listening to. And it is it is truly a delight. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you I, like it. I really am enjoying it. Um, things that I have seen recently. Uh, Jim and I went to see uh, Star Wars, um, The Last Jedi, in the theater again. Um and I know. My heart. I, I know. love that movie so much. I know. Well, the first time we went to see it in the theater, I had my daughter with, and she had to pee twice during the movie. Well, she's very small. She she's can't very have small. A big bladder. Her bladder's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so there were really key scenes that I missed, um, and I've been really wanting to go. And also, um, I'm going to do some minor spoiling. I think it's the movie has been out for a couple months. Yeah. It's starting to leave theaters. If you haven't seen it, then shame on you because we're spoiling <laughs> it now. That was your spoiler alert. <laughs> and it's um, it's not truly things that are um, key to the ending, but more uh, things that really make me appreciate the director even more. Um, the scene where um, Poe Dameron, Finn, and uh, and Rose, right? Uh -huh. Rose, Rose are having the conversation about what's going on, and there is a, a the way that the camera frames the scene. Um, Finn starts directly talking over Rose, and at some point, actually steps in front of her, cutting her out of the scene. <laughs> and you're like, wow. <laughs> That's like mansplaining taken to an entirely new level. Shame on you, John Boyega. <laughs> and then um, also it was uh, pointed out to me that Poe's outfit is literally Han's outfit from the early movies. It's very, very similar. It's very, very it? similar, yes. A rogue is a rogue. Exactly. That's why they shop at the same place. Um, and there was just so many little elements. Um, there is the scene um, with Holda where all of the things that Poe later... Um, accuses her of not doing where he's talking over to her where she's literally asking people that are working mm -hmm. like what the fuel levels are she is literally doing she's her literally job. doing her job and he busts in and he's like i got a plan to yeah. save the universe yeah, and she's yeah. Like, watch yeah. me as i wave my dick around yeah um and it's it's all of these little tiny things that are so yes. Will he be doing that in a deleted scene? Because I'm I'm here for that. I would oh. sign up for that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am I was I was a little heartbroken because God damn it I loved Poe, and I love I Oscar Isaac. Uh -huh. Um, but you know what? He had a fucking growing moment because he's a he, better man at the end of that he movie. did, and that is so great. And that yeah. he had his better growing moment. 
by learning from women is even better. Amazing. Even better. Uh, yeah, I I so love that movie there's so much. So more much. That I, yeah, there's so much more that I appreciated in tiny little touches. Yeah, that had to have been I deliberate. I do need to see it again before it goes. I would I happily just... go see it in the theater with you because. Ooh, maybe I'll go tomorrow. Well, I can't see it in the theater with you then. No, but I have tomorrow <laughs> off and I'll get it. No. No, it's funny as... Um, Skip so. work. Quit your job. Quit your it's job and see Star Wars with me. <laughs> it's pretty goddamn tempting, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so, and we have talked about this in the past. Um, I have not uh, taken full advantage of its movie pass. Yeah, I have uh, movie pass too. And I have it and I got my card. Unfortunately, Jim was in the midst of moving... Uh, when he signed up for it. He signed up for it at the point where you could buy the annual subscription, Mm -hmm. which actually saved you quite a bit of money. The problem is he never got his card. So here's the thing is MoviePass is this awesome thing. You get to go to see, like, I think it's a movie a day. Uh But you can see an unlimited number of movies, and it's only around $9 a month. Right. So it's this wonderful service. You just you have to find out if there are participating theaters in your area. Right. Seattle, we have a just We've got a, a bunch ton of, of movies. Think... And also really um you know, really arty theaters. That oh yeah, like show... the Sif Cinema. Yeah. Which is shows some amazing things that I've been meaning to see but have never gotten out to. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's a wonderful service, except so what the deal is is so much of their service is automated. Um if you have a service issue, you're shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim has been attempting to get his card. You get it, it's an app on your phone, and then you get a Visa card. Right, and they send you a Visa card that you buy your tickets with. And it's all automated to send it out to you. But mm-hmm. if you don't get that, you can't use the service until right. you and get your card. Because he hasn't gotten his card because he was moving. thousands and thousands and thousands of people have signed up for this service. They have approximately, from what I read online, have like 35 people who are handling all of the service requests. Ugh, and even if pe- you... Yeah, those oh, poor people. Those pe- their lives have got to suck. Yeah. Um, and he, We have sympathy for you, but we, we want do. Jim's movies passed. On the other hand, like, I have not used it because I don't want to be like, hi, I'm going to a movie tonight. Sucks to be you. And, you know, I mean, we're fairly frugal people where, you know, it's like yeah. he's already spent like $80 for this. And then if we're additionally spending money for tickets, and right. I'm like... Har har har! I get in for fee. Yeah, I I understand completely. So, but it it is a really great service. But again, if there's an issue, if you don't get your card for some reason, it is a lot of work. And my issue with it is that I work till 10 p.m. almost every night of the week. Mm. So by the time I get off work, I'm tired and I'm grumpy. And if a movie is showing, it's going to be the late showing. And so, yeah, Yeah. I haven't been able to use mine very much because I only have two. Yeah, weekday and, and nights I, off. Yeah, and how many? Um, and one of them I'm recording like what, either this podcast or my your podcast, own podcast so, or some yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, what time do you start? Not that not to aid in um, stalking I work, you. <laughs> <laughs> I usually work two <laughs> to ten. I usually work two to ten because I'm wondering if there and is like a really early movie that you there might be like an 11 o'clock yeah. showing somewhere. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, I have it's been. I've been looking at it. Most places don't have showings before one. No. Well, there. Yeah. So uh, the other movies that I have seen is we had had um, a plan last Friday, because I show Friday horror movie, 
um, every week, and uh, we were going to show it because Jillian is out of town. And I was going to make you show it because I, I wanted to see it. And then you were no. really, really tired. <laughs> then I was tired, and we went to dinner, and I had a drink, and I went home and slept 15 hours. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have a drink. You had a half a drink, and I, then I half finished it for you. I did. That's and, the kind of friend and I am. And I got home, and I just fell asleep on the fainting couch, and Monty looked up Sounds and like said, a good way to go. Yeah, Monty's like, that must have been a great drink. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we came back and I showed the Belco experiment because I've been talking about watching it. So the Belco experiment is kind of a mix between Office Space and um, and I just said it the other just a second ago, uh, the Japanese movie. Why do why do things leap right out of my head with all the students killing each other? Uh, Battle Royale. With Battle Royale. Right. Literally titles that I and said. It, it's it, kind of off space versus Battle Royale. Except right. When Written by a, James Gunn. Which there is a microphone here. And of course, I can't remember anything. <laughs> but it is written by James Gunn. And who was going to direct it. But he'd had a really long stretch of work. And it is a very violent film. Yeah. And he's Guardian, and he, the, Gal- he's guardian the Galaxy, man. So what I loved about it is it was very... I can't remember shit right now. It was very action-packed and violent, but also hilariously funny. That's what you loved. See, I'll tell you everything. What was the early James Gunn with a... Super? Slither. No. Slither. Slither is the one I was was searching for. Um, And it's like early Peter Jackson. You know, it's like people, if people go looking for Guardians of the Galaxy... And then they get slither. They're going to be what the fucking hell was this? If people, <laughs> I know. If people, oh, go I love to send get... people home from with bad taste when they're like, I, I loved Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Let's watch this Muppet movie that he seems to have made. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Not but, meet but, the feebles. Yes, but you know, um, so it's written by James Gunn. I think it does a really good job of. Introducing characters very quickly that you kind of get a feel for that you right. that you right. like you get that character you either shorthand. like or you hate. And the other thing I really appreciate with it is while it gets super duper gory, a lot of it is implied, or a lot of it is you see an implosion of blood, but there isn't a lot of focus on the gore of it. Right. Which if there's going if it's going to be kind of a splattery kind of movie, that's kind of what I want to have. I I mm-hmm. want to have. Um, an idea of the goosh without actually yeah being i don't like... necessarily need to see the needle go into the eyeball yeah and so but it's i'm thing... sorry lucio fulci i know you got your thing <laughs> god bless you and there are people out there who just love the hell out of that and and am not one of them but it it does get pretty gory but it is filled to the brim with Wonderful character actors. I mean, see, half and the men that you see I've in looked it, at the cast, and half the everybody you're in like, it. You're like that guy and that guy and oh, that I guy. I love that, that guy. guy. Yeah, and it's just it's fun, and it's you know it's not anything it hasn't been done before, but it was fun and I enjoyed it. That's um, all that it needs to be. Uh, also, so um, I did see um, um, uh, Cloverfield uh, Paradox. The same thing can really be, be said for that. Um, it's it, fun and it's it's yeah. fun. It's been done before. Um, it's got a bunch of really kind of big plot holes. Um, here is my take on it, though. I like the Cloverfield universe. I really, really do. Um, I liked I, the first one. I loved Ten Cloverfield Lane, and I adored Ten Cloverfield Lane. I did too. John Goodman, he's so great. He is absolutely fucking fantastic. And and there is a reference to Ten Cloverfield Lane 
in um, Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. And um, it's, it's you know, it's a location. Um, right. So, and, you know, I don't know if I saw it in the theater, if I might not be disappointed, but I saw it at home and it was just fine. Uh, and Good. it was a very respectable um, episode of that universe. Yeah. So that's fine. Good on that. I uh, didn't like the original Cloverfield that much. Yeah. I didn't like I it as much it was as I liked okay, the second one. But I'm not like a big fan of found footage. Mm-hmm. But I've never watched it after the. the I watched yeah, it the I've watched very it once. Time. I saw it in the theater and then I was like, oh, that was good. That was entertaining, but didn't stick with me. Yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane affected me. Yeah, me too. Because you don't know if the guy's crazy. Yeah. Or if he's telling the truth and he's trying to help. I love that. that yeah. Yep. That sense that something's wrong, but you don't know if it's wrong with him or the world mm-hmm. is so great. Or yes. <laughs> is it him or is it the world or is it yes? Yeah. It's wrong with everything. Um, and the last one is a movie that I have seen bits and pieces of on television. You tell that, Mug. <laughs> Stay, Mug. Don't you dare <laughs> spill in the couch. Um, I, <laughs> I watched What Lies Beneath. With Michelle Pfeiffer oh, and yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford. It's a ghosty movie. And it came out in like 2000, I think. Well, I've got it right here in front of me. I could look specifically at it. Uh, and I think it's 2000, um, Robert Zemeckis. And I think, I remember not hearing too much about it. And I haven't heard too much about it since. Because I think it was presented as like, not even horror. More it as was, a drama it thriller. Was, I thought it was more. It was presented as a thriller. Okay, so like a suspense. Thriller. Nobody's going to care like, about me saying spoilers like for Gondol. what lies beneath. Yeah, but it's a fucking ghost story. And yeah, it is an awesome fucking ghost story, and and it was fun, and I I really liked it, and I fucking loved the ending, and. I just really enjoyed it, and okay, I I just watched it because I was like, you know, uh, it was brought up on uh, Shockwaves recently, where everybody was shitting at calling it like Lifetime horror, and <laughs> there was one person who was just like, "Fuck off!" I like what lies beneath. I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna give it a chance then. Yeah. So, that's what's been up with that, and uh, let's go on to. There is a lot of really interesting stuff coming up. Things that have already come out are um, Cloverfield. Right, Paradox. things are coming out. And uh, then Winchester uh, has come out. I haven't seen that. I'm not hearing good things. I am yeah, gonna, not either. I'm going to see it. Because gonna it's see got it. Helen Mirren it's in it. It's got Helen Mirren and in costumes. awesome Victorian clothes. And it's got cool sets. Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in. It could be I'm willing to see a movie for that. I'm, exactly. Yeah. And then I went and saw Insidious Chapter 4. Um, I did not, but I did watch Insidious 2, and I have Insidious 3 at home to watch. So, a thing that I did not know, because a lot of when I was taking down my notes, is I mentioned things that other, or I wrote down things, that other things that they've done. Uh-huh. The person who directed Insidious Chapter 4, The Final Key, is Adam Robital, who did The Taking of Deborah Logan, which <gasps> I fucking love. Oh my god, I love The Taking I of Deborah Logan. That movie is fucking amazing. Scary. You should watch that it. That is so scary. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's, I've told a lot of people that are into Lovecraft films to watch it, because yes. that is the cult of Yig right there. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you guys... And, and yeah, it's really a great movie, and it's... A Lovecraftian horror that doesn't 
doesn't wear it on Lovecraft on its sleeve. And it doesn't so make really... it all about the tentacles or all about wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Look, it's a Lovecraft reference. But it very much fits into that type of horror. And, and I love that. And also seeing an older woman in in a fantastic role. I, oh, uh, she from, was so good in She that. was so really good. And um, everybody was just really believable. I mean, because it is a found, basically they're doing um, a student film. Yeah. And it's on so it's uh, kind people of a... who are suffering from Alzheimer's. Yeah. And everything's very believable. Yeah. She wanders around the house at night, so they put cameras around the house, and then they start capturing things that, that are, are really uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable, but also could be supernatural, maybe not. And yeah, I really liked it. I don't want to spoil it, because it's got a great ending. Yep. So, So watch it. That's, that's all you get for the take of Deborah Logan. <laughs> Um, another one that I want to bring up that I know you've seen the trailer for and I've, I've avoided is um, Hereditary uh, with oh. Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. And it's directed by Ari Aster is his name. Yes. And, I think uh, Ari Aster has only, like up until now, done short, short films, films for the most part. Yep, that's what I had saw. That comes out in June. Um, that is the one thing I did not write down is uh, when we're expecting them. I wrote it down sometimes, and then sometimes I forgot. <laughs> I uh, but Tony Collette and uh, Gabriel Byrne. So. Yeah. So it has a really good cast. The story is about a family who have come together because they're the matriarch of the family, the grandmother, has died. Mm-hmm. And they're all together in the house where she lived. And she was a horrible, abusive person. Ooh, and they are dealing with that emotionally... And then there's also supernatural elements. That's that sounds fantastic. It sounds because fantastic. Is... Everyone says it's absolutely terrifying because it's as terrifying because of the tensions in the family yeah. as because of what's happening. Well, and around there's them. a lot of pressure when someone horrible dies that everybody Never has speak to forgive. Badly of the dead. Never speak badly of the dead. Forgive them because you've got to be a better person at that point. And eh, wrong. Yeah, it's kind of my feelings on that too. <laughs> Um, uh, of the, um, the, uh, oh my goodness gracious. What? The Nun is coming out. I don't know what The Nun is. That's the monster the is... from one of the, um, uh, the, 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 the Conjuring yeah, movies? The Conjuring movies. Thank you, because I had an, apparently I just have no brain tonight. Welcome. This is going to be a delightful episode of Don't Read the Latin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but it is going to be, so um, The Nun is being directed by Corin Hardy, who is the director of The Hollow, or The Hallow, which is was that... the, yes, I don't, it's I the Changeling that... movie. Oh, yeah. I loved that movie. I loved it so much. <laughs> um and I need it to came rewatch up... it. I didn't. I don't think I liked it that much, but I'm not sure. All right. <laughs> You're like, hmm. No, I'm maybe, just trying to figure maybe. out. Okay, now I've got it. Okay, I just had to look up a movie that I only wrote down the title for and then could remember nothing about. <laughs> so I'm the best. Well, that seems to be the key. It <laughs> was a good title. The it's um, "Incident in the in a Ghost Land." You talked it's, about it. Uh, it's directed by the guy that directed Martyrs, which... I've never seen, and yeah, I'm never going to. Yeah, I don't think you to. can watch it. It's really... It's a great movie, but it's super hyper-violent. Yeah. Um, Incident at Ghostland is about a mother of two who gets inherits a beautiful house, and her and her daughters move into the house, 
And the first night they're there, intruders break in and they have to fight for their life. For their lives. And then 20 years later, the daughters come back and they're haunted by what happened. And it's also, yeah, it it sounds really good. Mm Mm-hmm. See full summary. See full summary. <laughs> but it, I thought it looked really interesting. Um, so there's that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, the adult daughters come back to the house where they had to fight for their lives, and the house is haunted. Well, there we go. And they're haunted. I like haunted houses. Yeah. Uh, whoop. Um, Suspiria is coming out this year. Um, which is Luca, I am not even going to try, Guadagnino, Guadagnino, who, Just um, try to say is, it with a fake accent. Exactly. Who is the director of, um, Call Me By Your Name, which is... Which I have not seen. I haven't seen and either, I, but it's, but it's really, getting really highly touted this I year. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> People are going to come to my house with pitchforks. They might. And torches. I don't like Suspiria. Oh my god, really? I don't like it either. <laughs> okay. There are now there are things that I do like about Suspiria. None of them are the story. Yeah. I love the lighting. I love the wallpaper. I love the sets. I love the cinematography. It's just that the story doesn't Not, move me in any way. Yeah, same here. So that's how I feel about Suspiria. <laughs> So yes, I absolutely want to see I the beautiful like new restoration. Is, you know, yeah, some, some because the visuals in that movie are exquisite, but are. the movie just doesn't doesn't get to me. Doesn't bug me in any way. So there is one that is coming out that I am really torn on, and that is the house with a clock in its walls, because it's being directed by Eli Roth. But it's who, a children's book. Yes, it was. It was of that kind of youth horror. Yeah, that well, was I'm, I'm excited out. by it. So, so am I. Because and it's I got mean, some it's like, like a scary really stories to tell in the tar- dark, dark vibe. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that horror for kids is awesome. Yes, and I don't know if it's going to be done as horror for kids. It, I, 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 I question that with Eli Roth directing it. Um, but I hope it is. But there you go. Uh, there is also a movie based on a short called Patient Zero that um, I actually, right before we saw the movie, I, I showed. And it's a very short short. I did watch the short. I watched it here. Yeah. With you. I, yes. And apparently they are um, doing a full film of it. One of the things that I am was noticing as I was looking things up is the thing that is happening now is people are doing sh- short films are your... They're your resume. In to, some ways, there are, yeah. Yeah, because there was a lot of uh, first-time directors that I was seeing where all they had was a list of, like, five. Hi, kitty. Hello, Maggie. Hi. Oh. <laughs> she, her Someone eyes are noticed so big. Me? What? <laughs> Hi, Mama. Hi. Hi, kitty. She's... <gasps> Your host will now take a break to talk to a cat. I know. She had a little. She had a little bleep there for a moment too. She's she's the queen of the bleep. She's or the, the the blip the bleep. Yeah, there's another. Anyway, movie. her tongue was out. There's a movie <laughs> coming out called Polaroid, which is also based on a short film. And I watched the short film, and it was fine. I don't know how you're going to make that into a movie, but then I read the synopsis of the movie, and it's not at all like the short film. Yeah. Well, so, when I saw the uh, short for Lights Out. I I questioned that it would be a decent movie, and I really liked it. So, um, yeah, 
there we go. Um, I am of of movies that I am absolutely the most excited about is um, A Quiet Place. Oh, I have that written on my list. Yeah, which is uh, John uh, Krasinski mm-hmm. and from The Office, and Rose. he's directed it and stars in it. Yeah, and it looks I. I don't think I've been as uncomfortable or yeah, frightened by a trailer. It's a really good trailer. And and the and I'm also really, really interested to see what that theater experience is going to be of the quietness of yeah. it. Yeah. Or is there a score? I hope Maybe. not. I don't know. I want it just to be quiet. Um, I just want some peace <laughs> and quiet with my horror movie. Stop with the screaming. <laughs> Um, another one that has recently come out, and I'm starting to hear really good things about, is Mom and Dad. Oh, yeah. Which That's... is a horror comedy. It's got uh, Nick Cage and Selma Blair. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's getting pretty highly talked about in being just a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, the premise is that a zombie plague strikes, but it only it only gets adults. So the parents are now trying to, the children are now desperately terrified and trying to get away from their parents. And the parents only want to kill their specific child. Oh, well, that's that you don't You don't want to kill other people's children, but you, you, you are driven to kill your own to children. To kill your own children. I can understand that. <laughs> I understand the moments of that, yes. Uh, let's see. Another one that sounds really, really silly um, is The Meg. Oh, that's the giant shark It is a giant shark, and it's John Turtletaub, who is of the National Treasure and all of these big, horrific blockbusters. I I love them, and I am unapologetic. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to apologize. I'm just saying they're not for me. I know. I Um, try to not judge people by by their terrible taste in movies. (laughs) Jen, you should know that. It's so funny, because Jim likes such horrible schlocky movies and when i was like i like the national treasure she's like those movies are stupid and i'm like you can shut your mouth <laughs> well, they are stupid but they are stupid, enjoyable sometimes I'm you charmed. like stupid things I... <laughs> hey. um I mean, oh stop <laughs> i'm really looking forward to a movie called little, the little stranger um, I haven't even heard of that. It is a gothic novel set in 1947. It's based on a book by Sarah Waters. Okay. It's about a guy whose mother used to be a maid in like this giant manor house in England. And he has grown up in the, in the city. He's a country doctor. Okay. Who is called to take care of the lady of the house in her in her final years? Mm-hmm. And his mother worked at the house, and as he works there, he as he helps her, he uncovers more and more secrets and things about the past. And it's also a ghost story. Mm-hmm. And I love Sarah Waters. Yeah. Um. So I'm very interested in seeing that. Um. I made uh, the only note I made on it is comes out August thirty first. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of like underwater horror from the discussion of the Meg, uh, mm-hmm. is a movie called The Endless, which I just saw a trailer for it and I, w- I was just, how did I not know this was coming? I have my, my notes on it just say cult survivors return to find that their cult's message is not, a, is more true than they thought. Well, that's the, that's the synopsis I got. <laughs> What I love about it and why I'm signed right up for it is it is uh, Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson mm-hmm. who uh, wrote and directed Resolution and Spring. 
and I have not seen Spring. I respect Spring, but I adored Resolution. Is Resolution the one? Which one is that? Resolution is his buddy is um, a junkie. And is living out in this cabin. Oh, in the that's woods. right. And then they they and go he goes back and he's like, "I'm going to get you clean for right. a week." And then and they I'm find ask you at the end of this week whether or not you're willing to go to treatment. And if you tell me no, I'll leave you here. Right. And then he goes out for a walk and he meets some cult members. Yeah. And then later on, some there bodies. Is, and he finds things. He keeps finding around. all these things. It's like fifty. Yeah, I love that There's because like it so reminded many layers me in that movie. It reminded me of a role playing experience where the dungeon master <laughs> keeps throwing things at you, yes. and you're like, "We're going to the tavern." <laughs> I know. Let's meet the mysterious stranger in the yeah. woods. No, let's not let's... meet the mysterious stranger. I'm here to get you off drugs, and that is my focus. <laughs> Though there's no, a cult. No. There's no. a cult meeting. There's Sorry, yes. not going to the cult. Staying oh, here to get you sh- off drugs. Should we find a film and strange people doing strange things? Uh, should footage? we investigate this film? No, I am here to get you off drugs. I loved that. No, they're not going to commit to that. No, they're going to do other things. Mm-hmm. And then just, yes. Yeah, I, I, I really <laughs> loved that movie because it had such a gaming sensibility to me. <laughs> I was like, I and just, then a bugbear comes into town. Are you guys going to kill it? Are you kidding me? I'm staying at the bar with the wenches. Like, you are the worst players ever. So, yeah, I really liked that a lot. Yep. Um, there's a movie that's coming out in a couple weeks called Game Night. It's kind of a... I'm not even sure it's a I'm so excited. Movie. You're bringing all this stuff up that I haven't even heard about. It's, it's about a bunch of friends who have a board game night every week. Aww. And then they get involved. They're playing a game and... A bunch of murders start happening. So it's kind of like the David Fincher movie, The Game, except it's a comedy version. And it doesn't look like it's too heavy a comedy version. It looks like yeah. it's got a good balance. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I've never, I've, um, I remember seeing The Game way back when and really liking it. Yeah. Um, but I've never, I've never watched it again after that. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Uh, do, 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 do. What an interesting one that I came across was a movie that's coming out called Slice that is directed by Chance the Rapper. And basically, <laughs> I haven't even heard of he's this. A, he's I'm a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> and it has him going through, like, I mean, he's a, attempting to deliver this pizza, and things that they he runs across are like ghosts and drug dealers and werewolves, and, and it just sounds. That sounds super fun. It does. It does. And um, also in uh, horror comedy notes, there is one coming out called Slaughterhouse Rules. Is uh, that a sequel to Slaughterhouse Rock? I don't... Yes. <laughs> it's uh, Crispin Mills is the director, but it has Simon Pegg in it, um, Martin Sheen. Is that his name? I always get confused, but the is he Irish, the English... The, yeah. Martin, you're not thinking of Martin Sheen. You're I'm thinking, thinking of, of that other guy whose Sheen. last name is Sheen. Sheen. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Michael Sheen. Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. Michael Sheen. Not Martin Sheen. What the fuck, Jen? <laughs> um, and it's a British boarding school, but Ooh. that's as much as I have on that, and it's going to be a horror, co- horror comedy. Well, I'm very fond of British boarding schools, especially <laughs> British boys' schools. <laughs> not for the reasons you're thinking. <laughs> um, boop doop doo there is a huge tradition of books that take place in boys' schools that are all... It's a British literary tradition, and it's fascinating. Hmm. It's where the Harry Potter books come from, but before that, 
there were started with like Tom Brown school days and stuff like that. And hmm. I like to see that tradition con- continuing. Have you seen the the trailer that just came out for The First Purge? It's the you know of the I movies. may have just I, I might have, but I probably it, ignored it because I've never watched any of the Purge movies. I saw the first one. I I skipped the second one. I liked the third one because it treated it as more of an action movie. Um, mm-hmm. But what they're completely ripping on the Trump. I mean, it is right. literally that was the Purge red election hat. year was about that. Yeah, well, no, 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 the new one is called. It's called the first Purge. You're right. And it literally has the Trump red Make America right. Great account with the first Purge on it. That's right. I've seen the poster. Oh my. God. Don't we get enough horror from Trump already? Do we need to have it in a movie? Can't I just turn my internet on and get that free every single day? Oh, the horror. Uh, There's another one that is coming out, uh, and it's the directors, the writer and directors that did uh, Turbo Kid, which I really enjoyed. And it's called The Summer of 84. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw. I read a little bit about that. It's it's about some kids that are solving a murder, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's uh, summer is usually a time for fun and games, and some teens get much more danger than they bargained for after they suspect their neighbor is a serial murderer. Yeah, I've read about that, and it sounds good. But right now, after watching it and Stranger Things, <laughs> I kind of want some bicycle-free movies, movies that aren't about a gang of kids riding around on a bicycle fighting evil. Um, <laughs> in ni- in the nineteen eighties, I get that. <laughs> I feel but like there's a whole bunch of people out there. But the thing is, is is I, Turbo Kid is so delightfully schlockily yeah eighties. Like if they stay with that vein on it, I'll yeah. be completely okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Um, one that I just saw a trailer for was um, Annihilation. Who is, it's, it's directed by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina, and 28 Days Later, he's the writer right, on right, it, and right. the writer on Dread. Right. And it is that, it is that one where the, the woman is going into the shimmer, and it also has, um, it's, it's like, uh... I remember I read something, I didn't write that down on my list it's of got things Isaac, I'm looking forward I, I to. I think it's got Oscar Isaac in it, because he obviously knows the writer-director. Uh-huh. And I can't type for anything... Uh, but it also has um, Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Leigh, who also made an... Um... No, she did not. I'm full of crap. But anyway, it's got Jennifer Jason Leigh, Natalie Portman, um, Iscar Isaac. What's it about? Basically, there is this shimmer. What's um, about, Jen? What's about? <laughs> What's about? It's got this like, wall of shimmer where uh, whatever goes into it doesn't come back, and her husband goes into it, and mm. uh, she's a scientist, and then she brings a crew of people in there to find out because he comes back out and falls like into a coma and uh they go into it and find like all of these mutations it's she's a biologist that signs up for a dangerous a dangerous secret ex um expedition into a, a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply okay i'm is, putting it on my list is uh the thank you letterboxed see i uh i read about it and I just read Biologist, Sacred Mission, and I'm like, eh. Well, you know, I've had Which a is whole bad bunch of... because, like, my sister's a scientist. I should be all in favor of movies <laughs> about scientists. But I just, for some reason, that one I was like, meh. Meh. Uh, there's, and there's a Slender Man movie coming out that 
it's the director of The Losers and Stomp the Yard, and I will always know what you did last summer. So he did a bunch of... I did like Stomp the Yard. Yeah. I'm I'm the one, everybody. I like Stomp the Yard. (laughs) I'm also a huge... I'm a huge fan of the... um, uh, uh, the movies that have all the people from So You Think You Can Dance in them. Oh, yeah. You know the ones yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yes, uh... I knew all of those movies. If they have those people in there dancing, yeah. I, will, I will watch the shit out of those. Oh, yeah, we watch Step Up movies. <laughs> yes. The Step Up movies, I love all of them. <laughs> Unironically, so... I might add. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I want Slender Man to be interesting because... The story's creepy, but... It's a creepy story, but I don't think it needs a movie. No. It's too... It's super well-known. It's like, whatever, yeah. dude. You're slender, you're a man. <laughs> Hi, Doug Jones. <laughs> nice to see ya. <laughs> um, th- it is um, uh, being said that uh, Michael Doherty is finally going to get his Trick or Treat 2. Trick or oh, treat I liked Trick or Treat. Me that too. first one was a lot of fun. So... I've got um, this movie called The Cursed... Have you heard? Or The Cured? The Cured by uh, David uh Yeah, it's about Friday. people who used to be zombies oh, and got yes. cured and are trying to except, reassimilate into society. Except but they're, they're really judged because they ate people. Well, they did eat some people. And yeah, and they're judged <laughs> and they're discriminated against. And it's kind of go- about that, which I think is an interesting angle to take, um, especially in today's political climate. Um, there's a movie called Revenge, directed by a lady named Coralie Fargiat, a French lady. And it seems like it's going to be a pretty standard rape revenge flick. Mm. But I like that it's directed by a woman, and basically this woman is a rich guy's mistress. She goes to an island with him for a romantic getaway. He invites four of her, four of his dear friends, and they turn out to be... They rape her and then try to hunt her, and she kills each one of them individually. Good on her. Yeah. I don't know and if it's... I want to experience that. Okay, via, I, via I might. Film, I, like, but... I, like, I like films where ladies kill people. <laughs> Did you piss her off? Good. She's going to fucking kill you. Exactly. <laughs> um, there's one that's a... Uh, I don't know if it's going to be more towards thriller or a horror movie. Uh, is Unsane by Steven Soderbergh. Um, she's involuntarily committed to a mental institution and it's uncertain as to whether or not she's, it's real or she's delusional. See, I don't like that kind of stuff. (laughs) I I don't like the, are they real? Are they insane? Ooh, let's find out. (laughs) I also do not like movies that take place in dreams. They annoy me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, damn. Okay, then. (laughs) Unless Freddy Krueger is in them, in which case I like them again. Me too. Uh... The new Halloween is being made by Blumhouse right now, and uh, Carpenter is, they had him on set. I know, um, I think they are retconning a little bit um, to bring it more back mm-hmm. to, like, the first and the second film. To the Michael Myers, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it, you know, I'm... I am hopeful. Is it... So when you say retconning, are they taking it back to the first and second John Carpenter films? I think so. Because I would hope so. so. I think uh, The first so. and second Rob Zombie films, no. I didn't really dig them that much. But a lot of that is because of the lighting. Like, I ha- could not tell what was going on in those films. Mm. Like, this, it was just darkness, and if there's... Even with no lights on in the house... 
Oh it my! Was too darkly photographed. So I just, I'm literally. I mean, I did some. I, I swear to God, I did some research, um, but it is basically ignoring all of the previous sequels, picking up forty years after the events of the original film. I oh, am in. For I'm that. in for that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis continues to be a badass. So sure. Yeah. Uh, there is a. <laughs> I don't know. I wrote it down. I'm never going to watch it. There's a movie coming out called The House That Jack Built, which is a Lars von Trier's movie. And I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to either, but it's coming out. Lars von Trier is a jerk. He kind of is. You heard it here from me. He's Lars von Trier is a jerk, and he doesn't like ladies. No, he doesn't. That's, yeah. The fact that he is still alive after he sexually harassed Bjork is amazing to me because she got to put some kind of elf spell on him and yeah. he's just going to disappear into a cave someday. Yeah. Yeah. In Iceland. Maybe turning in just to like a little puddle of mud. Yeah. He's just people... going to turn into a rock in Iceland. Yeah. As, as he should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just don't, I, I don't like Von Trier. I don't. And I don't like his, Yeah. I don't like his aesthetic. I want to. I wanted to like some of his films. I don't like it. Uh, there is going to be a new film by the the man that directed uh, the Eyes of My Mother, uh, called Piercing. Oh um, yeah, I did write something down about that. It's got um, Mila Wasilova, Waskolova, Kolovsky, <laughs> Mia. Oh yes, you know who I mean. I do know who you mean, and you I like her very much. Stoker. And uh, only lovers left alive. She's mm-hmm. the uh, and like, Crimson Peak. And Crimson Peak. I just am. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. I don't have written down. <laughs> if I wrote it down, I would pronounce it perfectly. But as it is, I just have a scrawled M W. And <laughs> I am interested. I really, I really respected Eyes of My Mother. I didn't see it. Um, it's it's the one about beautiful. the girl that learns not to be afraid of death, right? Cut, yeah. Okay, Kinda. that's what the Netflix description of it says, and the Netflix <laughs> descriptions are so bad. There's not. You know, they give you I a s- sentence. They go to a house. It's spooky, and I'm like, in what way? <laughs> um, I'm, I will, I will give whatever he does a chance. Um, it was, it was interesting and different and and atmospheric and beautiful because it was filmed in black and white um it's kind of a woman mm-hmm. who's learning to be a serial killer okay which i what it's funny i was able to watch that and enjoy it but i couldn't watch the boy did you did which you? The, okay there's two movies called the, the boy the rain the, the rain, one is the, the rain, rain wilson the one rain which wilson. i loved i've heard it was amazing and that ups but the but I couldn't watch it because it just the idea of it upset me. I understand. It's and it's not the one with the doll. <laughs> the one with the doll's actually kind of good. Okay. It, I've the been one with the doll. <laughs> have you seen it? No. <laughs> it annoys me because she's given a strict set of rules. Uh-huh. Treat the doll like a person. Put it to bed at night. I'm like, how hard is it to do that and you get to live in this giant, amazing mansion? Yes. Do not screw this up. Do not anger the doll. She but angers she the doll. Yeah. Yeah. It's her, yeah. But it has a twist. She, she, it, has, it has an interesting ending where you learn more about the doll. <laughs> and I did really like Maybe it. Maybe I will give it a shot then. It, it's got an interesting ending. It's not all about the doll. Um... 
What else have I got on my list? I've got <laughs> Godzilla Planet of Monsters animated coming out in November. Looking forward to that. I like some Godzilla. You're, is you're not in good, as... You were in good company in this house. This is a house that <laughs> I, loves Godzilla. I like my giant monsters. Um, I still don't believe there is a Godzilla movie as good as Final Wars, although everyone loves Shin Godzilla, but I, but me. <laughs> I did not like it. I'm so sorry. I liked the Godzilla ink parts. Jim, Jim appreciated it, but he, he was also really frustrated with the... Yes, we get it. Bureaucracy is bad. Well, I think that a lot of that is because of the tsunami. Yeah. That oh, after yes. it destroyed their, destroyed everything and trying to rebuild from that, that was a huge, that comes into play a lot in the movie is, well, what if instead of a tidal wave it was a giant monster? How would we handle that as a government? And so the movie is a lot about that, which I really liked mm-hmm. that it was about that. But honestly, when I'm watching a Godzilla movie, I just I just want to watch him stomp on buildings and throw other monsters around. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Do the slow build up and then yeah. shoot shoot fiery something out of its mouth. And right, and I everything. did appreciate that in Shin Godzilla, <laughs> he takes a lot of different forms because he's constantly mutating and he's huge. He's the biggest Godzilla, and he's the right size for a Godzilla, in my estimation. We have to talk about giant oh. monsters after off 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 microphone. Okay. So, uh, and is there anything else that? Because I've kind of run through. I. Uh uh-uh. uh. I tried to find a documentary to watch for my documentary <laughs> corner, and what I did was I just went through Amazon and I added them all to my to watch list. Yeah. But it took me until two o'clock this morning, and then I didn't have time to watch one because my watch list <laughs> was just bought a bunch huge. of of noir. That I want to watch, oh, especially good. after our noir episode, especially Gun Crazy. Yeah, uh, somebody brought that up to the counter the other day, and they hadn't listened to our noir episode, no. but it is a customer that is prob- that des- that really likes me and is really nice, and her and her son rent movies all the time, and he brought Gun Crazy up to the counter, and he's like, is this any good? And I was like, oh yeah, you should watch it, but you should listen yeah. to our film noir episode first, because we talk about how much it, how great it is. Oh, wonderful. So, so, um, I am going to ask, uh, you know, I mean, this episode was fun. I, I like where we discuss themes a little bit more where, where we're discussing more than what we've seen on the trailer. <laughs> well, when we're discussing movies that haven't come out no, yet, yeah, it's really hard. We to. can't really say, here's what we love. Here's what we, we loved don't about know it yet. because we're we don't hopeful. know yet. We might hate everything about all of these movies. I hope not. <laughs> That would be so sad. Oh, and uh, you should watch the trailer for a movie called November. Okay. It's very creepy. I'm not sure if it's a horror movie, folk horror. It kind of has a Tales from Gimli Hospital vibe because it's black and white. But yeah, you should definitely check out the trailer for November. Definitely going to do that. So uh, the point I was going to make is, why don't you give us some suggestions on themes that you would like us to cover? Yes, please. Uh, and also, um, I I love horror movies. We're always going to talk about horror. But mm-hmm. I'd also really like to open the door to other genres. Um, I would love to do an episode on screwball comedies. Um, I would love to do 
I like movies. I would love to do a documentary episode. Ooh, a documentary episode would be super fun. Fantastic. I would like to do mostly horror films because I think that people that are listening to this mostly are into, into horror, horror films. Movies. Yeah. And maybe four times a year have a random subject. Exactly. The quarterly one. But, so I would love to get some suggestions from our fans on, on subjects that we think we should cover or potentially even revisit from yeah. previous episodes that are just due uh, a new conversation. So, um, anyway, let's look forward to all the horror movies we're going to see in 2018. Yes, please. All right, and talk to you in two weeks. All right, thank you. Don't Read the Latin can be found at don'treadthelatin.com, on Twitter at drtlpodcast, on Tumblr, or at facebook.com slash don'treadthelatin. Please rate us on iTunes and tell your friends and fiends about us. We're dying to meet them. <laughs>